Business over drinks. Business over drinks. This is Dave and Tongue. This is business over drinks. Hey Tung, how you doing, man? Not too bad, man. There's there's a lot of construction on my on my side, so I'm just gonna be real quiet throughout most of this podcast. It sounds like a horror movie. Anyway, uh, you said that twice already. Yeah, but the first time wasn't on recording, so I just want I just want the world to know. I want them to realize the kind of stuff I have to put up with. Yeah, that's pretty much what you always want. You just want people to like recognize you and 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 look at you all the time. I want them to love me. Speaking of love, we love books. We love telling people we we worst transition in the history of the pod. It's the best transition ever. Uh, so this is another book review, another amazing book review for all of you listeners and watchers, YouTube watchers out there. We're going to review a book that I personally really enjoyed. Tone hasn't read yet, but I have, and a lot of our guests have recommended in the past. So, for example, Lisa Tay from Listnick. Rachel Wong from Founders Doc, and a whole bunch of other guests and people we've, we've encountered, which is, so this book is called Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger. So for those of you who don't know who Bob Iger was, he was this big CEO man, you know, who was who doesn't want to listen to a big CEO man? But seriously, though, he was the ex-CEO of Walt, the Walt Disney Company. And he was famous for overseeing the acquisitions of Pixar, Marvel Entertainment, Lucasfilm, ESPN, and 21st Century Fox. So, like, you know, if you're a fan or admire in any way Disney, the MCU films, or Pixar films, or The Mandalorian, ESPN, or even Disney Plus, you know, itself as, as, a, uh, as a platform, then this has pro- probably has something to do with Bob Iger. So I listened to his audiobook. Right of a lifetime, and it was fantastic. So, pardon the noise on the back in my, back, in my background, guys. But, um, Dave, I'm, I mean, I think what our listeners would really want to hear is maybe just give us a little bit of a intro into the book, kind of like give us the you know, give us the cliff notes. Yeah, so, so really, so this is about Bob Zeiger from entry level job in ABC and his experience from being, from being in a company, entry level kind of job. And his experience in working for multiple managers, some of which didn't want him to be there, some of which uh, were very challenging to work with, and him making his way up as the company was acquired, and eventually him moving his way up to to become the CEO of Disney, which is an amazing feat. So if anyone who's not an entrepreneur or who just wants to make it up in the uh, corporate world, this is a great inspiration and source of education for you. And if you are, because Bob himself didn't start off as an entrepreneur or a business person, maybe he was business minded, but he just wanted work, right? And he he just worked his ass off and he approached things in a very unique way, which you'll find out in this book or audio book. He literally started from the bottom. And for those entrepreneurs out there and for those business people, there's a lot of good stuff in here too. So for example, uh, the story of how Bob Iger met Steve Jobs and how he convinced the Disney board to buy Pixar and, and Steve Jobs um, to, to buy Pixar. And for those who aren't Steve Jobs fanboys out there, you know, there's other cool stuff too. Like, for example, how Bob Iger convinced George Lucas to purchase Star Wars franchise and the kind of stresses and challenges involved with that. So there's a lot of great little tidbits and stories out there. And if you want a quick hack, you can go to the very last chapter where Bob Iger kind of lays out and dot points the, the key lessons he's learned in his journey. 
Uh, maybe tell us man, some of the things that you took away from this book because I think you all, you have your own unique perspective, right? So I just don't want to kind of pigeonhole it into being entrepreneurs or business people, right? So like, who else? What else can you take? Yeah. By the way, it sounds like you're farting. Anyway, so so Bob, one one thing, a few good takeaways I got was that Bob at the time of this book, I think he was about sixty five years old, and he was jacked, right? He was ripped. I don't know that for sure. I didn't look at him topless, but I just assumed from his body shape and the way he described his workout that he's ripped. So he got up, he talked about how he'd wake up at 4.15 every morning and to do to do this intense cardio machine workout. And it, it even got the attention of LeBron James who asked him for advice on, on fitness and so forth. And another thing I liked from, I took away from this was that how Bob doesn't check his emails right away. What he does is he focuses on his workout first and then he gets to work real earlier than anyone else. And then he focuses on the creative and strategic side of his day because he knows once he turns his email on, once people start coming in, then it will just a lot of it would be reactive mode. So he wants to concentrate on winning the day first in the morning and then doing the rest of the reactive stuff when everyone is at work. So that's something I can incorporate into my life for sure, and I have. Uh, another thing was how Bob, unlike me, he embraced bad news, right? I run away from bad news. I, I run away from anything that's negative, anything smells funny, that looks funny. But Bob, he loves to embrace the bad stuff because when he, gets the, when he knows what's wrong, the things that are happening in his company, he gets to deal with it right away. So he welcomes hearing bad news from his team so they can approach it in a strategic manner. And speaking of bad news, he really encourages failure and experimentation. Obviously, uh, he wants he he's really strict on integrity. So if, as long as you're doing being a good human being, but you're still brave enough to make mistakes, he encourages that in his company. And he highlights that through this quote he learned from one of his mentors, which the mentor said, avoid getting to the business of manage, manufacturing trombone oil, which pretty much meant that don't send, spend all of your time working on things that give you low amounts of yield. So, so for, obviously there's a market for people who want trombone oil, but you won't, you won't get global dominance. You won't become extremely successful selling trombone oil simply because there's only a small amount of people who want to buy it. So as a CEO, Bob learned he, he was best to focus his time on the things that bring the best amount of value or best amount of results um, for his company. And this kind of, this kind of reflective of, uh, of what Jeff Bezos says is on how he only focuses on three to four key decisions a day. Same with Bob. So he wants to make every decision matter. And I guess that's reflective of the fact that his big decisions were those huge acquisitions and negotiating with people to make to make Disney last longer, survive longer, and, and grow into the huge multimedia company it is today. Yeah, those are the big lessons that I learned from it. And there's one more, which is uh, one thing that kind of stuck to my mind, and it's not even in the notes I have here, is that Bob... Bob said something about you don't want to be in power too long. So he's very humble about it. He said, at, at a certain age, I'm going to retire from Disney because there's something about being in power for too long that kind of messes with your mind. It, 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 it skews your perception of the world. It skews your perception of other people. So he was very, that's something I thought, yeah, that's it's a very humble thing 
disabled, someone who's in a position of massive power, right? He's happy to let it go because he knows of the, the consequences of, of, of being in that position for too long, which I think is something a lot of leaders could, could even think about and consider. So um, coming back to some of the big points that you had, right? I'm, I'm interested. So are, are you saying that uh, people who don't want to create, like who want to sell Trumbo, you know, the people who have maybe don't have world domination in mind, like, do you think that you think that they can still gain something from this book? Yeah, I guess it depends on your your views, right? So I'm not going to speak for Bob here, but let's say you just want to have a humble shop selling selling lemonade, then that's fine. But if you have higher ambitions, like I'm sure he did, and if you want if you want better reach, I mean I mean even even if if you look at the lemonade store example, right? So let's say you focus all your time on on setting up on setting up your Facebook page, right? So you you do you spend 80% of your day working on your Facebook page, but really all you need to do is set up a stall in a busy street. So instead of spending all your time on that busy street and setting up a store and having a big sign, you're setting up a Facebook page trying to target people who'll never even drop by. So I guess you can still apply that for people with who, who don't want world domination but still want to get the maximum results out of whatever project they're working on. Fuck, man, I'm so glad I responded that way. That feels really good. What? No, I'm just saying I like my response just then. I just uh yeah, I just freeballed that. That was good. All right, guys, so but there's so much more to learn from this book. I highly recommend it, whether you're a business person or you're not, or you're just interested in the history of of how because before Bob Iger came along, a lot of a lot of people were saying that Disney was was going down. You know, all graphs pointed down. But Bob Iger was credited for bringing it back to life and, and helping it become the behemoth that it is, it is today. So there's so much to learn from this, from this book, and uh, we highly recommend it. So if you want to listen to the audio book absolutely free and support our show, go to businessoverdrinks.com forward slash books. There you can click on the link to sign up to a free trial of Audible. There you get a free audio book, and you'll support our show. Uh, that's it for now. We really look forward to you in the next review, next book review, next episode, next whatever. Follow us. We're everywhere. We're in your bedroom right now. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, guys.